what it is we got another episode for you guys welcome to two detroit nerds i'm your host adam and of course i'm here with my co-host dom you guys already know dom how you doing man doing good bro this was an interesting week man this was this was definitely a week of deep diving into anime and video games just so i had stuff to talk about for this show Hell yeah. and i found some really interesting stuff that i'm super excited to get into before i do that i do want to say Please email us or contact us if you have any recommendations about what animes or video games you want us to cover or talk about. And if you have any opinions on anything that we say, that email is two, that's the letter, the number, two, black nerds at protonmail, or no, at proton.me. So that's two black nerds at proton.me, M-E. So definitely get in touch with us. We want to hear from you guys. We want to know what you think about what we're talking about, and what you'd like us to talk about. So, done with business, on to the show. Here's what we got. I put together a couple of things here, Dom, and I'm just going to walk through them. The first one was on uh, my anime list, one of these forums that I found. I've, I've been deep diving into my anime list. I never used to go on here. I was just like, you know... I like to get a good rating and understanding of what an anime, like, is going to be like, Mm -hmm. and I would definitely use it to get, like, synopsises on shows that I hadn't seen, but it was never something that I would go and, like, take, like, seriously. You can't. Yeah. It's it's basically just a list of compiled people's opinions, ratings, which, for the most part, in most cases, is always a good thing to do, but at the same time, you can just get people that just... Don't really have the best opinions on things, and they just kind of take it at face value and judge it off that. Which, in at least in my case, bro, I've actually let stuff like that stop me from watching certain shows, and then I've circled back and came back to it. And I'm like, this is great. That dude, that's you said it exactly. It can really be a deterrent for me from like getting into shows that I would otherwise like if I run into the wrong person reviewing it. Which we'll get back to. We'll put a pin in that yeah. particular point because I want to talk about that as it relates to a video game that I'm playing now, but. That's another segment, and we'll get back to that. But to talk about my anime list, one of the cool things that they do have is their sort of community forums. And uh, one of the things that the one of the uh, forum topics that I saw that was really interesting was um, somebody asking, "Do you score a show on personal enjoyment or quality?" And that is a really big question. And that was yeah. Those two are that was those two are super important, bro. Yeah, that was something I was like, like. Am I doing that? Do I do I look at shows just off of how I feel about them, or do I actually look at a show in terms of what is the objective value of this show? I feel like what we talked about last time is actually a perfect example of that when we were speaking on One Piece, because mm. while we were saying our personal opinions on it, we did credit it a lot on, we know it's still good, you know, yeah. as many people wouldn't be watching it, be interested in it, so that's actually smart, because I don't feel like... I take that into consideration every time I get into a new show. No. I kind of just feel like, I just, am I going to like it? Nope. All right, next one. Right, right, exactly. And I think um, th- that's a great example in the first episode when we talked about One Piece was that it it was an issue for me purely of personal enjoyment. Like, I do not enjoy that show. But, like, can I appreciate that it's a good and well-made show? Yes. Of course. But, like... How often am I making that distinction when I'm really talking about anime? You're right. So I really had to check myself with that question. And um, I was thinking about just like a couple of animes. I wanted to run them by you just to see which ones you would say are actually good and which ones are just like, you know. There. There, right. So first one 
is Darlene the Franks. Never seen it. Never seen it. Okay, fuck that one. Um, <laughs> first one is uh, Sword Art Online. Is it actually good, or do do we just enjoy it, or is it actually bad, or do you just hate it? I gotta say, it's in the middle. It's okay. in the middle okay. because it's. I mean, we we already know about the hype around Sword Art. Yeah, I've only personally seen the first season, which I I, I did enjoy a yeah. lot. I I liked it. Yeah, everything about it was good, but I would say that's in the middle because, I mean, I don't know, bro. I just I see so many bad reviews towards it as much as I do see good reviews. Yeah. And the good reviews gotta come from those weebs, bro. The yeah. people that are just I love it. I love it, you know? Yeah. I love that show. Yeah. I like I, I said I love that show. It's- I I don't I don't have nothing against it. I will say the second season kinda lost me though because Dude <laughs> the elves <laughs> And like I'm kind of like a, I'll take my friends' opinions probably into consideration a little more often than I should. Okay. So a lot of my boys also said that's when I got bad. I also didn't like when uh, Kirito kind of just becomes a girl in the 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 gun one. I mean, there's definitely a lot of trans propaganda in that show. I mean, let's be real. But um, which I'm okay with. The show is good. It can make it work. If it's if it's that good, I'm okay with it. But I mean, like, here's the thing, right? Um, I love a show that goes so off the rails that it becomes a different show. Yeah. By like the third, like not love as in that's what I look for in the anime. Right. But I appreciate it. it. Yeah. When it when it works and when it happens, like when you look at season five of that show, when you look at where it started. It's hard to believe that you're talking yeah, about the same. Here's season, here's yeah. season one, season five. <laughs> is on the other side of the planet. Yeah. And, like, the new concepts that they introduce, the seriousness that the show takes on, um, really speaks to a team of people who are probably developing a show that has this very rabid fan base that they want to gratify with, like, yes, you're right to like this show yeah, as much as you for do. Sure. Cause look at these incredible stakes that we're now levying in the show. So I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate them trying to really take care of their fan base like that. Um, but I think it has the worst protagonist of any anime easily. Um, I've ever seen. I think Kirito is actually a dangerous character, like dangerous for the psyches of young men. And I think yeah, on the old show we talked about that, but we can just kind of get into it a little bit here as well. I think the um, the ethos of you don't have to actually do anything to be good at something, um, yeah. good at something is... No, like, sorry, not yeah. good at something, the best <laughs> oh, at yeah. something, because that, that's what it is, the best. Oh, yeah, right. He, he has this uh, appeal that I do not understand. Maybe he doesn't have an appeal. Maybe... The people who like the show, just like Asuna and like the uh, the female characters, but I think when you have a male character that receives all of this female attention for literally no reason in the show, if I'm a developing brain, if I'm a 14-year-old kid who the show is made for, that can really warp my perception of, and, and people are like, oh, well, they know better, but it's like, I mean, there's hundreds of episodes of this show. I mean, eventually, you are going to start to take in, believe in, or absorb some of the values uh, that the show is taking on. And I think in the last uh, uh, show that we talked about this with, like, if you compare and contrast, like, what a shonen, I guess, is SAO a shonen or is it isekai? It is, yeah. um, Yeah, I don't think it's a shonen. Well, if you just compare popular... Uh, anime. Yeah, because that's up there for sure. Yeah, popular anime pro- male protagonists from 1997 to popular anime male protagonists now. You s- the the my point becomes very clear. Yeah, like if you compare Yusuke Urameshi to Kirito, 
I don't even know what Carito's last name is. I don't either. He's, I don't just strictly <laughs> ask Carito. I don't even it. think they say his last name in the show. But he um, he is so weak. He is so uh, lacking of of fortitude or any kind of admirable quality that actually requires uh, something to put in to get. Yeah. Like he like he is uh, you know a master swordsman but we never really see him training we just see no. him being good at within it within the game he's a master swordsman he's uh, yeah. not even uh, outside of, yeah. which is even worse i mean at least bro at least you know at least you're a meshy he was an actual scrapper in real life he was whooping kids asses like four or five years older than him yeah my man's dies in the first episode you know what i'm saying yeah, he right. actually goes through shit you got kirito just yeah i'm in the game i was a beta tester i'm the best Nobody can do anything to me. I got the best hidden ability. Like, come on, bro. It it just it's so hollow and it robs the viewer of the sort of lessons that you used to learn when you watched anime, which is like take DBZ as the perfect example. Like, if I train hard, I can achieve anything. Yeah. Like that's what Dragon Ball Z is teaching you as a viewer. Whereas if I watch uh Sword Art Online, it's like, be the best gamer in the world and every girl you meet is going to love you. Yeah. Like, it's just not... I don't know, bro. This this, this <laughs> way we're moving right now in the world. I'm, right. I'm seeing a lot of these dudes that would have been considered nerds about 10 years ago. Right. They're getting a lot of... It's the money, for sure. It's yeah, got it's nothing to do money. with the gaming. It's definitely the money, but still. It's they're, the money. They're still selling us that, that false hope of life. Yeah. I, I, um, I definitely have to say that getting back to, like, the that original point, like, there are animes that are just quality that I may not like, One Piece being the example, and then there are animes that I might like, but I also understand that they're lacking. It's bad, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we all got our guilty pleasures in exactly. that. Exactly, and I think SAO is like the the anime universe's guilty pleasure. Like it's yeah. just and and, and to, to its credit, like it's an incredibly easy show to watch. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. There's nothing hard about it. It doesn't take any of your and and the stakes, at least in the first two seasons, are just so minimal. Like I okay, I know. Yeah, you're gonna so, die. Yeah, okay. Like I know you're trapped in the video game or whatever, but it's just like. Look at the stakes of, of uh, back to you, Yu Hakusho. I have to keep using yeah. you. By the way, Yu Yu Hakusho is available on Crunchyroll. If you're a younger listener and you have not watched Yu Yu Hakusho, stop this podcast and li- and watch Yu Yu Hakusho. Stop everything you're doing. Stop yeah. going to school. Stop answering the phone. Stop working st- if you have a job. Stop working. Stop playing video games. Stop doing your chores. Everything needs to stop and you need to watch Yu Yu Hakusho. I will continue to reference that show for the rest of this podcast, for the rest of all the podcasts yeah. that I do. Um, but anyways, uh, um, what the fuck was my point? Uh god damn it of uh the what's it called the was it like the sense of danger or, oh or? yeah yeah like Yu Yu Hakusho the world is about to be flooded with demons yeah and everyone's gonna get ripped apart if he doesn't like seal the demon hole or yeah whatever if he fails the, at his job it's over universe. and also the metaphysics like the, the there's a there's a section in Yu Yu Hakusho towards the end where they're explaining the different realities and like the let like they're like describing string theory oh and like they're like talking about how there's different dimensions and the demons live on the lower vibration dimension and they can come up through this like there's a particular it's called the kakai barrier Mm -hmm. that like separates the demon world from the human world and it's just like it's so interesting and it's crazy because even then bro like again i understand something being animated being colorful being all this doesn't necessarily mean it's 
geared towards kids. But at least at these times, cartoons were more geared towards kids. So when you take that into consideration, them getting so in depth, yeah, even to like a scientific level, yeah, was very very much ahead of its time at that time because today you fast forward. It, uh, almost every show is like that. It's right. just like there's a there's a sense of knowledge in there that you have to have. Whereas then right. in the '90s, it was kind of like the breakthrough of of anime, especially with doing shit like that, and it works so well. Yeah, definitely check that out. And if you're if you're a younger listener, you're gonna check that out. Have an open mind. Yeah. Don't go into it with the same tropes that you have about these shows of today because it was a '90s show. Yeah. This is the golden age that we're talking about. So all you little ten year olds. Mm-hmm. Wipe that out of your mind for a second. Go check this out. Yeah, this is the, the, the that is the one of the most important experiences an anime viewer can have is uh, watching Yu Yu Hakusho yeah. for the first time. So um, I did want to move on to another list that I prepared. Um, these are the worst animes that are on my anime list. So maybe you've seen some of these. I hope I have, bro. And by worst, I do mean that they're the lowest rated. Uh, I want to be clear about that. They are um, below twos. Uh, No, I think one of them is a three. Uh, But I'm going to read the synopses of each one, and we're going to just discuss why we think this show was made, who it could have possibly have been for, and uh, what would we actually watch it for fun, or would it just be something that we could never watch? (laughs) So... um, Here's the synopsis for Fairy, or sorry, Forest Fairy Five. Currently sits at a three point three eight rating. Uh, people can't see this, but I'm gonna show you uh, the the vomit inducing color scheme. Mm, of it's the, not really showing much. Yeah, in this either of the uh, poster here, it really is disorienting and, uh, and upsetting. Um, but I'm gonna read the synopsis. It's a beautiful nation prospering since ancient times. Japan is now known as the Anime Kingdom. There are more than just humans living there. Animes truly do exist in Japan. Past the Fairy Ring, the world of fairies, a life anime cha- live anime chans. There's a Fairy Ring in your town, too. Here and there. Even in Harajuku. Maybe even in the Ashigir- Ashigara Ma- Mountains. I don't know where the fuck that is. By some chance, we'll open that door. And we might get to meet the anime chans. This is the land where you get to meet anime chans. That's the synopsis that's written on my anime list. Should be below a three point three for that. <laughs> so, um, let, let's let's get into the uh, into the philosophy of this. What does it say about an anime that wants to make anime real and put it in the real world? What does that say? about the society that produces something like that. It sounds like, the, to me, that they feel like who this would appeal to is just a straight weeb. This literally just sounds like, and, and this, I don't know, like, whoever's listening may disagree. But to me, this sounds terrible. This sounds like an anime about anime. <laughs> and that's not what we want. That's, like, that's, that's too far into it for me. Yeah. Honestly, like... Just make an anime about what you're going to make it about. We don't need an anime about anime. We're too far into this now to have to go through something like this. Um, <laughs> from the synopsis, it kind of sounds like, it, at least within the first couple sentences, and definitely by the cover of this, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. There's a show called, uh, I think it's Madoka Magic, it's called, or Magic Madoka. It's literally a show about, like, 
Oh, these yeah, girls yeah, that yeah. are fairies. Yeah. But I heard it's actually very well done. It's yeah. also dark. Yeah. So, like, again, from the cover, it kind of looks like that with the inclusion of fairies and all these crazy colors. Mm. Um, I definitely see why it's sitting at the the <laughs> rating it is because that is just an awful synopsis to me. Yeah. The, the word fairy was mentioned three to four, <laughs> maybe five times in that as if it wasn't enough of it being into the title. Uh, I don't know. I, I can't really... Again, I'm judging a book by its cover, which... We're told not to do, but I feel like I, uh, this one stand-up made a very good point. He's like, why do books have covers if you can't judge <laughs> it by the cover, you know? Right. Why What's the point of it, yeah. you know? Exactly. Um, I don't know. It's not very appealing to me personally. Um, how many people voted on this? Uh, uh, that's 1,370 users. Yeah, see, so. that's not a high number, but enough to where I would kind of consider their opinions. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Look at the, the these screenshots. Are the screenshots. These are the oh, absolutely not, bro. Yeah. This looks like Code uh, Code Lyoko. Yeah, you remember Co- that show? Yeah, Code Lyoko. Fucking, <laughs> oh that's literally what stopped me from watching that show. <laughs> so yeah, this is a no on my list. By the way, shouts out to Code Lyoko. Yeah, because Code Lyoko is actually good. <laughs> shouts out to Code Lyoko for being one of the most underrated Bizarro yeah. Land fever dream shows that you can ever come across. I can't believe that show was made. I can't believe people watched it. I can't believe it premiered on prime time television Bro. when we were kids. There is something so dark and sinister about the fact that we were watching Code Lyoko. I genuinely think it was some sort of MK Ultra program. Yeah. I don't think it was a real show. No. No. I think it was meant to like get us to like I don't know, like buy fucking I don't know. I was gonna yeah, say that, yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> I don't know is the perfect word to you, the perfect uh, words to use for that, bro. I just yeah. don't know about it. That's uh, how I feel about this. Yeah, I think it was made to like get us into like student debt for college or something. Yeah, like, there's something very sinister about um, about Code Lyoko. But the, getting back to this, this isn't sinister. This is just bad. This yeah, it's just um, a truly bad idea and um, bad execution, bad show. So I think we're good with. Forest Fairy 5. Yeah. Let's move on to, this is my favorite one. This is the one that I really wanted to talk about because this uh, will take us into a much more important topic uh, that I think we've been meaning, at least I've been meaning to talk about um, as it relates to anime. This is a very serious uh, um, accusation that I have against anime. Yeah. Um, again, I'm a fan of anime. That's why I'm doing a show about it. But there are some, there is darkness uh, afoot. And we'll talk about it here with the show Paupa, P-U-P-A, 3.30. This has a worse rating than the last show that we saw. Yikes. Cover's at least a little better looking, but from what I know (laughs) of anime and what I'm seeing right here, folks, which we'll get into, I'm kind of having bad thoughts about this. I think think we can just already surmise that this is going to be... God, I didn't even look at that, bro. That's fuck. going to be one of those shows. So... Abandoned by their abusive parents and only with each other to depend on, siblings mm. Ututsu and Yume Hasegawa find themselves led astray by beautiful red butterflies that have appeared in their world. Unbeknownst to them, these crimson-winged heralds trumpet the beginning of a cannibalistic nightmare. Yikes. A mysterious virus known as Palpa is about to hatch. After succumbing to the full effects of Palpa, Yume undergoes a grotesque metamorphosis into a monstrous creature with an insatiable desire for flesh. Ututsu, on the other hand, is part... That sounds like a Nigerian name, Ututsu. On the other hand, is only, is, is only partially affected, gaining remarkable regenerative powers instead. 
affirming the resolve to keep the promise made to himself years ago, Ututsu is willing to sacrifice everything in order to always be there for his precious little sister. Papa tells the story of a loving brother's desperate struggles to save his sister while protecting the world from an uncontrollable Um, I think, uh, we need to talk, we need to talk about, um, we need to talk about what's going on with the, the sexual themes yeah. of anime in the modern era. This show, I believe, came out, um, in 2014, so this was, like, in the middle of the 2010s during the anime boom. Yeah. And, um... There were a lot of shows, unfortunately, that had some questionable sexual themes that I think um, represent some of the more depraved uh, fetishes that exist within anime. I think anybody that read that um, that read that uh, synopsis might be a little bit uh, still confused as to what I'm referring to. There's two things going on in this show, and this is why it has a 3.30. It's a vor incest anime. Um, which means that it's about the fetish of consuming another human being while dealing with uh, two siblings. Yeah, um, which is just insanity to me that it, it's so heavily involved and, with an anime. And this is a show that had 12 episodes. This is not an OVA. This is something that a actual studio had to sit down and produce. And check off, say this board. is okay, we're going with this. <laughs> and... Uh, there is something so dark and so um, unnecessarily depraved uh, and demented, really, about um, shows like this. And this is really more of a representative show. I mean, it, it is the show that I picked, but it represents a whole subgenre that exists within this world of anime, which is the demented, uh, demented, I'm going to keep using that yeah. word, uh, uh, spiraling. Uh, lowering of the morality of the viewers who have to watch these shows. Um, I think I think that there is a, a real audience for this. That's why there's 12 episodes. Should all be locked up for yeah, life. For life. And the fact that it's catering to that audience really shows you where the moral standards of the anime industry are. Um, this, this, is, this is truly an abomination. This is yeah. truly... One of the war and, and and I'm not standing on a on a moral high horse here. It's it's also just a bad show. Yeah. Uh, you know, we, we, we get uh we get incest in um in Game of Thrones, right? Yes. But that's a good show. Yeah, it and is. And, and it's, it's a, not making this sound like it's okay, but this was at a much further back uh time in history where again, what's normal at a time doesn't make it okay, but back in even still to this day, incest is a thing, especially in the South. Um, but the difference between Game of Thrones is this is not again not making it okay. If I'm not a, if I'm not wrong, I'm assuming they were of age. Oh, at the time in this show? No, oh, in Game oh, of Thrones. Oh, Game no, of fuck Thrones. no, not in yeah. this. No, no, these, these are children. I right we're looking at. And it's just again, it doesn't make it okay. But at least within Game of Thrones, you know yeah. what you're what you're doing behind closed doors, you know isn't always my business, but there's a fine line between what is and is not okay behind a closed door. Mm. This is not okay <laughs> by any means. This is like your, if you have seen these, your no game, no life, which I've never watched because yeah. this is, that's also very heavy yeah. within that show. Yeah. There is a show I watched that really pissed me off that they went down that road with it because graphically it is beautiful. It's called The Irregular at Magic School. I haven't seen that. It's about this brother and a sister. It's, you know based around a lot of magic but it's still mm. scientific in a way it's like modern maybe a little bit more past modern okay 
and just it's just it's I can't get over it, bro. It's so weird to me, bro. If I'm watching a scene and there's cold fighting going on, or this yeah. dude who's just so strong is doing whatever he can do, and then you got another scene where he's just lustfully staring into his sister's eyes as she's in her nightgown, I'm just like, what the fuck am I watching right now? And what is this? And and they are only doing this because there's a lot of people yeah, who man. want to see it. So ca- catering to an audience that is depraved is a depraved act in itself. Um, I would like to denounce this anime and all animes like it. And uh, with that, let's move on to the next one, yeah. which is a little bit yeah, funner. We don't need to spend too much time on that <laughs> yeah. shit, bro. Yeah, this is a little bit funner. Uh, X-Arm. Have you heard of X-Arm? This is actually a, a very um, popularly hated anime. It has a 2.91. This is lower than all the other ones that we've seen. Uh, I don't think I've heard of this. The cover looks a little familiar, which doesn't really add much to it because eventually you know with especially with how many anime are out these days mm-hmm. there's going to be some form of familiarity uh, familiar <sighs> sense of being familiar in the cover art for itself so i'm okay with that mm-hmm. it doesn't really bother me too much but mm-hmm. i don't know it i would say the cover is a little bit intriguing to me it looks cool it looks like you know i can tell who who's on the cover that would would and would not be a badass so mm-hmm. let me just um let me just show you. I think this deserves to be played because uh, it it really does yeah. tell you everything you need to know just Good. by wa- looking at a few frames okay. of the show. Uh, so now we're watching the trailer on my anime list. If you want to follow along with us, just type in EX Arm on uh, my anime list and just click on the uh, right side there where you'll get the um, get the trailer for this god awful show. Is this another CGI-induced show? It's a CGI anime. And not only is it a CGI anime, it's a bad CGI anime. Yeah, because it's only worked so well so many times. Ah. I mean, these characters look lifeless. They look uh, vacant. Yeah. They look like they're probably the first rendered model of the show. That The mouths don't actually move. No, I see no emotion here. They um, all have the same fucking face. They all have the same face. There is uh, no blinking happening. Yeah, which is and, super unrealistic. Not that anime is. Yeah, uh, the, there is there is really something soulless and um, uh, like it's almost like the people making this were asleep while they were making it, or they happened to just like forget to do all the actual work. And yeah, sent it sent out the first draft. Just put it out. And uh, I mean, look at these action scenes. <sighs> if you did, if you thought that the show. Uh, looked bad while they were standing still. The action makes the show laughable. It's clunky. It uh, reminds me of like a uh, an early two thousands video game. Yeah, and and it would almost be it would almost be endearing, right? Yeah. If the, if the story was good, if the story was good and it kind of had this sort of like retro feel to mm-hmm. it, I could see it something like this having like a cult follow. Yeah, it, it would work. Uh, but the show is so not there and so on um, so attempting to do so much but accomplishing so little that it it makes itself into um a mockery of a show like a, almost like if some like if i wanted to make fun of anime i would this make is what this. you'd put out I would, yeah i would make exxon um so it's it is uh the worst anime i believe on this entire website uh, i see why rated one yeah Forty thousand votes oh shit Forty thousand two point nine one. that means that like more than half had to be ones in order for this to be as low yeah. as it is so that means there's zero redeeming qualities, but yeah, um, I guess the larger conversation that all of these sort of 
bring to mind is what really makes a bad anime for you, Dom? For me, it's got to be first, the first thing that will catch my eye, as this one would entail, is, is the animation. I'm nowhere near a fan of CGI in anime. I, I don't know why in very little cases does it work for me. And even in those cases, um, it's only within the show so much. Like, Overlord has a little bit of CGI, but... Mm-hmm. It only pans in and out of that during certain fight scenes, which I understand. It can bring, if it's done right, it can bring a fight scene alive in certain ways, which mm. this does the opposite for me. Like you said, this show has a sense of lifelessness that just would, would instantly turn me off from this. Just watching that trailer alone mm. would toss that in the box. Yeah. Toss that in the <laughs> never being open box. Yeah. You know what I mean? Never being open. Safety deposit or your yeah. fucking piggy bank. I'm not opening this. Um, outside of that, um, sometimes. What can ruin a show for me is if they stick along that same idea of the protagonist being the same as they are in every other show. Mm-hmm. It, it brings a sense of like of boredom to it for me, yeah. depending depending on how it's done. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, just earlier, I said majority of these shows that I've watched are shonen, mm-hmm. and a lot of shonen protagonists are usually the same. They're a little bit stupid. Yeah. They eat a lot. Right, right, um, right, right. They always come through when it's time to come through. You know, mm-hmm. there, there's a certain things that kind of keep it together and things that let it fall apart Mm -hmm. another one for me and i'm sure anybody would agree with this bad story yeah story full of plot holes that 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 doesn't i don't like it because it's not well kept together like Mm. if you haven't for example i'll give you a good example dragon ball Mm. i love dragon ball yeah that's that's like the number one on the what got me into anime list Mm. there's major plot holes you have scenes where you're fight they're fighting Mm. frieza for example He's the most feared being yeah. in the universe. Yeah. You know, every everybody knows this man's name, right? Yeah. Then you fast forward. They're they should be way stronger at this point, or yeah. at least on that same level of strength that they're fighting him. Right, right. They're having problems with people, like in the yeah. world tournament. Yeah, right. Gohan's fighting. Uh, what's my man's name? They're from the Majin clan. Spopovich and someone else. They're, they're two twin brothers, like these mm. big brolic fucks. Mm. For no reason should these guys get into the tournament and not one-shot them. Right. But they leave these plot holes open. Right. Naruto's another example. There's a lot of plot holes that get left open. You fight these... There should For no reason should you fight a so experienced, so, like, such a strong enemy, and then you're coming across someone who doesn't even pose a fraction of that threat, mm-hmm. and you're having difficulty fighting them. Unless yeah. they have hacks, which in most cases they don't. Right. So right. I, that, it's, it's really mainly those points. And, you know... Can't have no silly or goofy looking characters that are supposed to be taken serious. Yeah, no, I think uh, those are all really great points. Um, what about you? Oh, for me, um, I can I can deal with a show that has kind of like a bad plot. Depending. It, depending. Like like I would say, season four and five of uh, Sao was just like gobbledygook. Like, what's even going on? Who cares? Yeah. Why am I here? Um, what am I doing with my life? These are the things that come, go through my mind when I watch uh, those two seasons. Um, but there is something about, like, if a show has a quality that I can only describe as watchability. Yeah, meaning that like, I was going to say that. Meaning that, like, it almost has nothing to do with the story. It has to do with mainly, like, the pacing and mm-hmm. the tempo of the show. And, like, there's something, like, uh, using a non-anime example, like, 
not every episode of The Office is good. Right. But every episode of The Office is watchable. 100%. Because it has a rhythm to it. It yeah. has like a certain... And it sucks you in a little bit. And you, you get you used in. to the format and you're like, oh, yep. nice. Yep. I know what's... Not in a way of like it being... Um, like it gives too much away, but like in a good way, you know, at least you have at least an idea of what's going to happen. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. And, and, and it's, and it's familiar. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's comfortable. Yes. You know, um, that's, that's kind of where I would put SAO to, to use that again as an example. Um, but, uh, the animation quality is a big one for me. Mm-hmm. As much as I like Konosuba, the animation quality in some episodes is so bad. Yeah. It's like, it deters me from wanting to like rewatch the show. Which, which is really bad because yeah. if, if you, if you can watch it in real time, and see the differences, that's a very bad thing because I, I've seen like other shows that were that had to be slowed down mm-hmm. and watched to show like each separate frame right. so you can see how badly how poorly drawn a lot of it is. Naruto right. has a lot of those where yeah. during the fight you're just you're just so amazed, you're just so wild at the fight mm-hmm. itself that you may not be able to tell when yeah. frames are jumping from left and right or a frame <laughs> like his face is normal and then he's like like fucking blob. Yeah. Cause I, that's literally an example of what I've seen. Like oh, it, yeah. it was so bad. And one other show I can tell you is like that. Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins. That the animation you mean? Is- so, bro, yeah. first two three seasons, I I was on my way to saying this is becoming one of my favorite anime. Wow. By the fourth fifth, yeah. bro, it, it it's just like their budget must have dropped, or the studio that picked them up was just mm-hmm. so bad at handling that you would be like, what happened? Damn. What did you guys do? Damn. It's it's always really horrible when you see an anime drop the ball. Yeah, man. Like um, when you're talking about that, I just a name popped into my head: Promise Neverland. You know, like a show that just was bro, that almost, first season was godly almost. It was almost I one of the best. It. it was almost one of the best shows. I was so seen. into it, bro. I was so just like, into it. bro, I, I don't know. I don't know what they did with that. I don't know why they made the decisions they did. There's no way. There's no way their budget could have dropped because. Every single person I know that watched that first season said the same things. Yeah, I mean, it. It. I have never heard of anybody continuing that show past like season two, episode one. Yeah, like they same. Just, they just stop, and that's a really sad thing when you have such a show that has so much potential. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I think I think it. It tells me more what I like about a good anime to tell me what I wouldn't like about a bad anime, mm-hmm. and I guess this is a good segue into. Something that I saw on my anime list, which reminded me why I never used my anime list. <laughs> oh, bet. Um, which was a got someone showed or someone wrote a bad review of the end of Evangelion. Listen, guys. Listen, guys. You guys flipped Adam Switch with this one. Listen, guys. There's there's certain shows and there's certain things. There's certain artwork. Let's get let's forget about shows. Yeah. There's certain artwork that is a testament to what mankind can achieve. Yes. And when we're talking about when we're talking about like drawn art or paintings or uh, anything that requires a canvas and some sort of uh, uh, instrument to create a picture on a frame, um, we think of things like the Mona Lisa, we think of things uh, you know, like the, the works of Rembrandt. You know, these are the things that are up in museums. Neon Genesis Evangelion is also one of those things. Neon Genesis Evangelion in another 20 years will have, I'm sure it already does in, in Japan, have museums dedicated just to, yeah. just to it. 
um, it is beyond an anime. It is beyond a television show made for kids by Gainax. It it sir it it, it took completely trend. Uh, what's the word? Um, fucking went above uh, the actual medium that it was being made mm-hmm. in. It's more than an anime. It transcended. That was the word I was looking for. Transcended anime. So when I see somebody uh, pick apart what's bad about something like that, and of course. I could look at the Mona Lisa and say, "I don't think that lady's that pretty. Why did he take? Why did he? Yeah, draw that person. She's not even smiling. She, she's, what are not they even, doing? she's not even smiling. Yeah, man. like why did you make a portrait of a woman if she's not smiling? Um, and you would want to hit me over the head with something hard until I stop talking, um, because that's what you should do to people that um, that don't understand the basic tenets of what makes something a transcendent art." So I'm going to read this. I'm going to read all of it because I think it it deserves that. Um, God damn. It's crazy something being so bad it deserves recognition. God damn. God damn. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at all this writing. And he gave it a four. He detailed it out too. This is is what I'm talking about. These are the kinds of people that should be rounded up. Oh, God. We we don't have any more room for people like this on the planet. Um, So... Viva Fruit 1. Viva Fruit 1, I'm going to find you. Um, so, this is what he says about the story of the greatest the greatest anime movie of all time. And I can't stress that enough. If you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, but stop this show and watch it. So he goes, The story starts in a fairly disorienting manner and then moves quickly from there. After about 20 minutes of confusion, however, the anime soon finds its feet and I begin to follow what was going on. Evangelion doesn't find its feet. You find your feet, sir. At around 40 minutes, I was actually somewhat interested, and then the anime falls apart under its own philosophical weight. You fell apart under your lack of philosophical weight, sir. Apparently, the creators of this anime thought that they could substitute all semblances of plot with random scenes that supposedly have supposedly why is that word in there yeah if you watch it there should be that shouldn't be there supposedly have symbolic meaning a quote from roger e and he quoted roger ebert oh man a quote from roger ebert's movie glossary comes to mind if you have to ask what it symbolizes it didn't moment of silence there is nothing we can do for this man he must have just been having the worst day of his life to have actually taken the time out to one think this up two actually go to an anime site which most people would probably follow and three type it all out i mean come on man like he he just i mean this is like hate driven to me it, there's, there's no way anybody could have watched this and really thought of. I get it. Nothing's perfect. So, of course, there's going to be something bad about everything. But this much? I mean, you guys, he, he, he didn't even finish the whole, the whole, uh, what's it called? The whole comment. It, that was one paragraph of which looks like a fucking essay. He's got breakpoints here. He's got titles. I mean, I mean, this is this is just insane to me. I, I've never, I don't think I've ever had this long a review on anything. I, and we're yeah. talking about things that, for, like, 
surpassed the length of this movie. Or we're talking music albums, whole video games. I, I mean, whole series. This is a movie, you guys. You guys read this. I don't even know what you would think. You would think it's good. You would think it's good. You would think he's got a positive review of this show. From I'm not even reading all of it. I'm just saying the length of this, and it's actually blowing my mind. I have never in my life ran across something that was so perfectly wrong. So, so incredibly off base. So, so obtuse um, that I had to just stop and marvel at it for a second. That's nuts, bro. I this thought you were going to show me, like, maybe a one-paragraph comment. But I, would, I wouldn't have even have brought it up. No, I, I believe I, I understand now. This is insanity. Wow. Um, In his next opening opening sentence is, I've seen this movie several times. I'm in. If you don't like it, why did you watch it more than once? Something had to have been working for you. And he said, still cannot enjoy this film one iota. Ah. I do not believe it because I... I hold on. You answered your own question. I do not believe it is, that it is because I didn't get the film. He puts gets, get in quotes like someone said that to him. And you know what, man? You need to be keep. You need to keep hearing that. People need to keep telling you you didn't get it. You need to keep not getting it so that one day it'll finally crack. You'll get over whatever other problems are going on in your life that are making you act like this. That's and you'll nuts. be able to enjoy one of the greatest things anime's ever produced. But until then, you don't get it, sir. What's, what's very mind-boggling to me is, aside from the fact that he even admitted to have watching it more than once, more than twice, the, the general understanding... Yeah. Of Evangelion, the movie included, is that you don't get it. Nobody does. You guys, we're talking about a series, a show, a movie that the creators of had death threats sent to them over people's understanding of the show, meaning they don't understand it. Now, to take this much time out of your day, I, I mean, it's some something had to have hit for him. I'm sorry, there, there's something here that must have worked for him because... Again, with the mention of several watches, this long-ass paragraph, him trying so hard in depth to understand it, something had to have worked for this guy. I don't know what it was. Like I said, I think my man just had the worst day of his life this day and decided <laughs> I'm taking it out on the first anime I click on. Um, you seem to be a fan of the show to me, more so the movie itself. He And, and, and you know what? He's a fan of, like you said, he's a fan of the, the, the show, but he's also an Evangelion fan. Big time. Because you're not, uh, you don't do this no. unless you actually really care about the series uh, yeah. and care about the characters and all that stuff. I mean, he's broken it down from story, animation, sound design, characters, and then he has an overall, he, ha he has a, 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 a conclusion paragraph yeah. on here. To his already conclusion stated essay. Well, come on, <laughs> that, that's very unneeded here. I, it is. It, it's Have your opinion, yes. Yeah. But this is more than an opinion. <laughs> this is a like. This is a theoretical study yeah. he did of this. This is a treatise. Yeah. Th th this is crazy to me. I um, I want to meet this guy. Listen, yeah. if, if by any chance, by any chance in heaven, that Viva Fruit One ever listens to this, please reach out to us in the please. email that I talked about. I need to talk to you. We will devote an entire episode to just having a conversation with you. Um, I want to know everything about you. I want to know where you live. I want to know everything. Um, who do you hang with? What do you, you do with? in your free time? Yeah, where you frequent. I want to know where you'll be this weekend, possibly. I need to know about you. 
I would kind of love to see like a follow up to this because I'm just now seeing that it's time stamped from 2014. Yeah, no, this is some time ago. This is name your eight years ago. Yeah, so it's almost a decade. Yeah, I, I would kind of like uh, Viva Fruit One. I would kind of like you to watch it again and see if this is the same because eight years ago was a long time. No, he seems like the kind of guy that probably really enjoyed the Rebuild series. And I don't mean to say that as like an insult because there was some things to definitely like about yeah. the Rebuild series. But it, but the end of Evangelion is the end of Evangelion. I mean, it's in the title. That was the end. Like, that was the end of the show. The Rebuild was fan service because we all love the show of so course. much. And they wanted to be nice and give us something else. But but the end was the end. Sounds like a good use of fan service. Yeah. No, a lot of fan service kind of uh, turns people off of shows. Yeah. From what I'm, depending on the fan service, most fan service I see is uh, a girl's clothes. <laughs> yeah. My example would be Fire Force, uh, <laughs> which Fire I love. Fire. Force? You never watched Fire no, Force? No. What's Fire Force? Oh my! Have you ever heard of Soul Eater? Yes, I have heard of Soul Eater. So this is the, from what I've read and been told to understand, it's the prequel to oh, Fire Force, okay. and there, there's actually a lot of. Um, clear signs in fire force that would relate it to soul eater there's a there's this everlasting moon that's in the sky mm. um i've never watched soul eater mm. but in multiple shots of the show there is this the same moon mm. i was just recently told that there's a weapon somebody has in fire force that is later on introduced also oh. in soul eater but um back to the fan service <sighs> their fan service in this uh, seem to be this everlasting theme of there's a certain character, I forgot her name she's supposed to be a princess of a certain family, she's mm. within the fire force which isn't the easiest to get in because it's such a dangerous job Yeah, this fan service that they st- stick to so heavy is you're coming across such a serious fight such a s- serious mm. villain, they're mm. fighting he's so strong and then at some point during this fight mm. She goes to do something that the build-up to is going to be this awesome attack, this yeah. awesome idea she has, and then yeah. all of her clothes fall off. Oh, she does not yeah. take them off. No. She does not get hit out of her clothes. <laughs> she trips over her foot, over yeah. a little twig, and then oh, one man. shot, she's in her full Fire Force gear. Next shot, she's literally in her bra and underwear. That's and this funny. happens several times throughout the show, Yeah, kind of in the same situations. Wow. But don't don't let that turn yeah. you off from watching. Great it's show. show. Easily holds the number one spot, in my opinion, yeah. for sound effects in an anime. Really? Great. And I know people are like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Yeah. The animation is done beautifully. There's very good characters, very good character development. There's not plot holes that I'm aware of yet. Mm. I have tried. To, I do want to start reading it because I'm always told the manga is a lot better. Mm. Check it out, though. And it, it, the fan service is funny. Don't get me wrong. It's It's like... Something that falls within anime that would be considered the norm, mm-hmm. because I mean we've we've seen countless of just certain shots and certain scenes where it's like, why is there so much detail on this girl <laughs> yeah. being damn near naked? Right, you know right. it's a very normal thing, and I'm pretty sure yeah. she's of age. Yeah, so don't let me sound right. like no creep here, guys. I'm almost a hundred percent sure she's <laughs> of age. So yeah, it's nothing weird. Yeah, but ah, I, I don't know, man. Just. I, I'm so baffled by this. I'm staring at it. Yeah, Viva, I am. Viva Fruit One, contact us. We have questions. But um, so that was that was the anime section of this uh, episode. Um, I did want to talk about some of the video games that are coming up. 
Yes. Um, I know Hogwarts is supposed to be released next year. For some reason, I thought it was coming out this year. What can you tell? What try to get me excited about Hogwarts because I, I don't understand why people are so excited. So about this. I understand the the uh, lack of excitement with it being Harry Potter. As a kid, I was a very big Harry Potter fan. I never really read the books. I was more of a movie guy at the time. Yeah. Still, probably am today. Um, even when I first heard about this, I, I was turned off to the idea. I'm like. A right. Harry Potter game. Yeah. I'm like, how could this be good, right? Right, right. Not many trailers were out. Nothing to give away any idea of how this game would be. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to now. I think there's two to three trailers out that show a little bit of gameplay. Yeah. Looks amazing. Bro, this looks like it's going to be one of the greatest RPGs to ever come out. Okay. Now, that's... We, ever. We just talked about Elden Ring. Yeah. Uh, so, what... what, what why? So, okay, with the mention of Elden Ring, because it kind of falls within the same um, understandings and, and game workings, I would say, with, with them both being heavily attributed to magic. When it was explained to me and told to me how this game was kind of going to be working, what's Harry Potter? This is the exact opposite of what you would have wanted out of a Harry Potter game in a good way. Okay. A very good way. Now... They showed uh, one of the gameplay trails was the customization, and mm. this looks like I can't off the top of my head think about a game that has yeah against Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk oh. has a huge in-depth character customization system. Right. This trumps that from what I've seen already. More than Cyberpunk. More than Cyberpunk. It, it really down to every last detail. Really more than the movie. Whoa. More than the characters in the movie. Like it, it really gets in tune with that. Um. They kind of leave like uh, an area of imagination there with it too, with what you can be possibly doing. But I've seen clips of the character running around. You're coming across danger. You're using spells to fight, like way more than they're using Harry Potter. Way more. Mm. Um, I can only imagine how big like the world could be because mm. it's not going to stick to your story of Harry Potter. You're right. not. You're not in here. You're not Harry. You're not the blessed child. You're not Jesus in a sense, like he is. Yeah. You kind of, I'm assuming, like, there's going to be heavy leveling in this. There's going to be heavy uh, looting. Mm. Story looks huge. World looks huge. I can only imagine what kind of uh, side missions are going to be in this. Maybe even what the game is really going to be about. It looks beautiful, bro. I, I wow. Check out the trailers. I, I'm, I'm not doing it any ju- justice by telling you what I've seen. It looks better than what I'm telling you. I'm going to have to look at the, this up. I mean, if it's going to be a good RPG, I'm going to get it. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Harry Potter. Not that I don't like it. I think Harry Potter's great. I just, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, that's all know? it is. Um, but uh, this this sounds promising. This sounds like a good, a good uh, step in the right direction for a creative video game. This is going to blow shit out the water, bro. I promise you that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we've got Callisto Protocols, the second thing I wanted to talk about here. Um, one of the best games I ever played was Dead Space. And this was actually created by the original creators of the first Dead Space. Yeah. And uh, to hear that just makes me know, okay, this is going to be good. I don't even need to like look up too much about it. I just need to go get it and play the game. Oh, that's selling enough. That's enough of a selling point. It's just them making it. And and uh, just from looking at some of the gameplay, it really does remind me of that first Dead Space. Big Space. time. It does have that feeling of desperation. It does have that feeling of claustrophobia. It does actually look like it's going to be scary, which is hard to do in a video game. Very. Uh, I, I, I mean, there's so many games that just try to get you with shock value, whereas... Dead Space creates an atmosphere. Yeah. Dead Space gives you a feeling of no hope. 
that you're really lost in the middle of nowhere in space and there's monsters that are trying to consume you. I mean, that being in space with the loneliness factor is enough. I mean, you even think about it in real life, people traveling to space. You know, you're only really up there with your crew. Right. God forbid something bad happens. What can you do? Yeah. You're floating. You can't just, oh, beam me back to Earth. No. Mm. So you, you go off of that, have the inclusion of these just grotesque, monsters monster isn't even doing enough justice that are just so dangerous so threatening and you can only do so much in these areas i mean you only have so many resources you can bank off of no yeah going off of at least the first dead space even even in that space there was almost i only played so much of it there was like no sense of like farming if you would yeah. It was kind of like, please, God, let me find something here that yes. I desperately need, and I'll make it work. And that yes. doesn't even help sometimes. No. You think you're going to make it work, you come across low-level enemies, and you're yeah. kind of like, all right, I need more. Right, yeah. No, I, that that game really makes you, uh, you know, scrounge and claw your way and fight your way through room after room of yeah. just terror. And it really, I mean, it's one of those games you gotta, you gotta like stop for like a couple hours yeah. just to get your your heart rate back. Yeah, up, bro. Just to get catch your breath because I, I've, I mean, I can't imagine or I can't uh, count how many times when I played Dead Space for the first time, I was literally sitting up like on the yeah. edge of my chair, like unable to calm down, like just because of how much uh, insanity was going on in that game uh, at one time and how scary it all was. Oh, so. It's so attention grasping, bro. You you can't take your eyes off the screen. So, yeah, Callisto Protocol, uh, it's out now. Uh, definitely check it out, guys. I know I'm going to be checking it out. Um, it looks beautiful, too, on the next gens, uh, which it's the kind of game that you that I'm looking to see on next gens. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, it's great Call of Duty came out. We're all happy, but enough. You no, know? yeah. Well, uh, enough of the shooter, the FPS. I love FPS. I love shooters, but we need more creative games. Big time, bro, because that's not yeah. a game. Call of Duty will never be a title that would make me want to get a next-gen console. I would, that would no. never be the case. I, yeah. I mean, I hate to say it, but, like, when I first got my Xbox, mm-hmm. I was mad at myself until Elden Ring came out, that I was like, bro, all I'm playing yeah. is Call of Duty on this. I'm right. like, I could have kept my my OG, my OG Xbox and been playing this yeah. shit still, you know? Right, right. Yeah, no, it it, it um, really reminds you why consoles even come out in the first place yeah. when you have these super creative games that are kind of pushing the, the limits of what video games can do and the way they can make you feel. Yeah. So, yeah, Callisto Protocol is just one of those sort of early... Early in the life life cycle of a new console kind of uh, platformer, um, uh, just sort of blockbuster hits that, yeah. that that is so worth checking out. So I would definitely say that is um, the game of the week there, Callisto Protocol. Now there's something else on my notes that I want to see what the fuck this is. Um, oh yeah, this is streamers breaking. <laughs> streamers, we can end with this. Um, streamers breaking their uh, setups. Oh, from from any game or a specific game? Uh, I think most of these are like Fortnite and I, I think uh, Call of Duty. Oh, or, or Valorant. also Valorant too. <laughs> yeah, these are hilarious, bro. <laughs> but uh, seeing people, Tootie's tore those. Are those yeah, the keys? Those are all the keys. They're oh gone. my god, they're gone. He decimated that thing. <laughs> look, Counter Strike. Yeah, I definitely understand the rage behind some of these, but hey, bro, it's, it's honestly been years since I've actually tossed or thrown a controller. Look, <laughs> oh my god, oh, this looks like a grown ass man. By the way, people, yeah. this man looks like he's at least thirty eight. Yeah, definitely a grown man. Um, 
some of this is so entertaining ladies and gentlemen if you're looking for something to pass the time maybe you're waiting for your friends to come over on a friday or you know you're trying to pass the time before you got to go somewhere maybe you only have like eight or nine minutes um before you got to go do something and you want to be in a good mood watch videos uh compilation videos on youtube of people destroying their computer setups because something went wrong in a video game. Yeah. It's one of the funnest things I've ever seen. I'm addicted to it. I watch this shit all the time now. Bro, you gotta check out the uh, the Smash Bros. ones. Oh, really? Those, because, you know, like, you kind of you kind of form this opinion of people. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with these people and I'm not judging you, but you kind of have this opinion in your head of a Smash Bros. player yeah. that would kind of derive itself from any other game. Yeah. Because, you know, you look at Smash Bros., it comes off as this kid game. Yeah. You know, you got all these Nintendo characters, which Nintendo mm. was literally For a kid-based kid franchise. Right, right. Nintendo is. Yeah. And I love Nintendo. I'm saying that I love Nintendo. Yeah, they yeah. have great, great games. That being said, though, again, you got some of these grown men mm. going to these tournaments that are actually really good at the game going and playing, but... To see their reaction to this game, and I'm a gamer myself, so yeah. I would I always hate when people say this, but this I'm gonna make an exception for. <laughs> yeah. Very childish, very childish, <laughs> very very immature. It is. So to watch some of these guys, bro. For example, there's this one guy. I I'm so mad at myself for not remembering his name, but he's got this thing that he's kind of like got it toned down of his raging yeah. when he loses at Smash Bros. So what yeah. he does is, yeah, he he loses the game. Right, probably shouldn't have. Yeah. In his head, he shouldn't have. Yeah, right. Gets up unplugs his controller wraps it and this is fucking hilarious because you see the anger in him instead yeah. of throwing his controller or cussing yeah. somebody out what yeah. he does is he's gentleman like with it yeah he goes to shake somebody's hand yeah but what he does is he shakes <laughs> their hand hard as fuck after he loses the match and it is it, it's just so fucking funny bro because you can tell he wants to just punch someone in their shit <laughs> and he took the the right the right route with doing it and just yeah just so angrily shake somebody's hand. It's fucking great, bro. That's it's incredible. so good. That's incredible. No, I I um I've played. I've been playing Sp- Smash Bros with my girlfriend, Allie, who's right across the room. Um, I don't like Super Smash Bros. No, I don't like it. that's because he sucks. I don't. She beats you. Please yeah, be honest. Beats, Please be honest. We're on air. All the time. She beats me all the time. It's not fun. Listen, it's not a fun game. In no way am I bragging. And in no way do I mean this in a disrespectful <laughs> term to the two of you. But you ask her to 1v2 me, I'm winning. <laughs> and I'm only saying that because, look, I have buddies of mine, my brothers. We always play. Like, we'll, we'll have once in a while, we'll get this, like, little tournament going in my garage where we'll either do it all in solos or we'll do teams of two. Because I think eight is the maximum amount of players you can have in one match. Mm-hmm. So, as a reference, the last tournament we had started before i got there because i was at work and i had to go do something afterwards so everybody was there mm. everybody was warmed up a little bit they mm. played a good three four matches without me so again and i got there's some pretty good competition in there i get there i'm the last to get there for the tournament i sit down mm. in my head i'm like yeah whoever's on my team be ready to win i'm just talking my normal game shit yeah. that anybody would yeah one of my boys Already knows the deal about me, so he hurries up, changes his team color to mine. He's like, All right, bet everybody else in there's talking mad shit to me. Oh, you guys aren't about to do shit, all this. Mm-hmm. But we went on like a 12 game win streak, <laughs> didn't even come close to losing. And and I was also number one on my team every time for the amount of kills I was getting. I had motherfuckers getting mad in my garage at me Dude. to the point where multiple teams were saying, We should switch teams now. And I'm like, Okay, let's do it. What happened? 
still, still winning. Still Not every game. We did lose a couple when I changed my team up. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Come on, bro. We know the clear winner was there. I mean, I I remember liking Smash Bros. What I was realized, what I realized when I really thought about this is that I used to watch my two brothers play mm-hmm. Smash Bros. And I actually enjoy watching people play it. Like I would watch a tournament. Like I have people that say that the yeah. same thing when they come to my house. Like just to, maybe come over there just to chill with us, mm-hmm. have fun, just watch the game be played. Yeah. They, I actually have been told by people they like to watch us play more than playing the game itself, I which says I'm a lot, bro. Yeah, I'm one of those people. I no, think. I get yeah. that. Yeah. There's there's definitely certain games I would, um, much more prone to go watch somebody play than to play myself. One yeah. game that I've been a fan of for years and years, but I found that I do like people, like watching people play it more than myself, yeah. is Tekken. Tekken, oh yeah, yeah. Oh my, bro, when you yeah. go watch like the the Evo tourneys on those, mm-hmm, that is a clear answer to why they're there and I'll never even make the, <laughs> the, the basis of, yeah. of, of getting the Evo. Oh my God. But I love watching it because that's one of those games where it's like one wrong move, fucks your whole mashup literally mm-hmm. one the mm-hmm. game like we're watching fortnite right now guys you can make a couple wrong moves still win your game yeah. call of duty you can do the same thing tekken if you're playing at the pro level and you and you block at the wrong time mm-hmm. if you choose the wrong attack as your opponent's attack and you choose the the wrong block area mm-hmm. you're fucked yeah because they just get they juggle you they get you in a combo they juggle you and it's like your whole fucking life bar goes from here down yeah and i've seen matches like that bro i've seen matches where a person is like one maybe two hits where mm-hmm. you're thinking oh what do i gotta do go for a low hit grab somebody i'm good i got this right no 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 you fuck up you're dead now yeah i think uh i think tekken is one of those really rare games kind of like soul caliber sort of like this too it is same where, makers yeah same makers where um you could really put in like years worth of hours and still not be as good no. as some of the people who are really good at that game. You know why that's a, one of the to me like there's a lot of games where you can follow that same method you're saying mm-hmm. and actually perform very well in a lot of matches whatever it may be. Yeah. The difference with Tekken and Soul Calibur is playing a lot only does you so much. You have to be you have to have good prediction skills as well. Oh. Here's why. In Tekken, you have a high block, middle block, and a low block. Now, this comes down to more than just playing with your character and mastering that character. Mm. You have to know how other characters play as well to get to that pro status because you have to know what their attacks are, yeah. how they're going to attack you, which attack is coming in. Oh, shit. I've literally, like, let's say, let's say I'm the best uh, Jin player in the world, right? Somehow. But... I don't know how a lot of other players fight or do mm-hmm. what they do. You can get actually, you can actually have the floor just so easily wiped with you that you wouldn't believe you even playing the game that long. Yeah. And that's how Tekken is. And I think it's good because Tekken's one of these few competitive games these days that your skill really had. Yeah, this dude just <laughs> broke his fucking keyboard over his knee like a stick. But yeah, puts his headphones back on. I'm like, all right, I got another one in the drawer. Yeah. You know, he's they probably prepared for this. They always do. They always have like three different keyboards. That's funny. That kind of makes me feel like they're like planning to break one. Oh, I'm sure. Not planning like let me break it on stream, right. but like I know I'm gonna get mad to the point where I'm gonna break this. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sure these are the guys that like when they go to buy uh, game setups, they get like doubles. And yeah, stuff. they have to. Yeah, because they know. Headsets, uh, miles, all that. Yeah, it ha- it has to be like that. Um, but no, yeah, getting getting back to Tekken, I think uh, 
I think that that game I definitely like more. I'm not good at it, but I, I definitely like playing. I'm more decent at it. That's all I can give myself. Yeah, and I don't play it a lot anymore. Um, I, I actually hold Tekken to the best fighting game of all time. Is Tekken? To me. Yeah, because there's so, there's there's so much that goes into this. Not saying other games don't have it, but there's so much that goes into Tekken that it, it's kind of like this. Just just this vast. Um, what, what's what's the word I'm looking for? This uh, fuck. I don't know, bro. There's just, there's just so much that can go into the game that is just so. I'm, I'm having a brain fart right now, bro. <laughs> well, um, I can we I can come back to this point. Yeah, yeah, we are at an hour, so perfect. Good uh, good way to end on a brain yeah, fart. Good good way to end. We got that brain fart right at the end there. Guys, I hope you liked this episode. Um, we will be returning to some of these uh, topics in later episodes, but this was just a good little primer for some of the topics that we're always mm-hmm. going to be talking about on this show. So um, I hope you enjoyed it, and have a great rest of your life. 